podcast the show where i cover the least in the best way possible i'm your host jason wells and week 17 is in the books uh didn't end the way anyone expected uh scary scary thing to happen in that bill's cincy game from monday night um i'll get more into that shortly uh it's it's tough to talk about anything after a scary injury like that happens but um yeah, a lot of playoff implications this weekend. Uh, it's coming down to week 18. It should be fun. It should be, I mean, not for me, obviously. This week has been awful. I mean, the last month has been awful. But uh, yeah, so this show, just me, this episode, uh, again, with my schedule, the weather is weird here. We're supposed to get freezing rain tonight. So I'm at a 2 a.m. start for tomorrow morning. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, so when you wake up, I will be, I mean, actually, hopefully I'll be home by then and our salt held up, but I won't keep us, but let's get into the week 17 recap. Okay, so yeah, let's get into that uh, that game from last night, Monday Night Football. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't gonna be able to watch any of this game because of my schedule, um, and when I woke up, I checked the box score first thing I did in the morning, and... I was like, huh, the game got suspended 3-7? to seven? Like, what could have happened? I didn't think the weather was going to be that bad there. And no, I woke up, I saw the DeMar Hamlin uh, hit, and scary. Like, very, very scary things. Uh, we forget as fans a lot of the time that these guys do risk their lives. It doesn't seem that way, but any high-collision sport like that, things like this happen. Uh as of right now, I haven't. There hasn't been any news of how he's doing. He's in stable condition. I'm fairly sure, but um, if there's any bright spot about this uh, incident, anyways, is he does a toy drive over Christmas, and his goal was set at twenty five hundred dollars over the last. I mean, less than twenty four hours. The last time I checked, it was at four point two million. So even in the worst times, people come together, donate to his cause. It's super nice to see. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit of football here because this game was very important for seeding. Um, And again, as I'm recording this, the NFL has not said which way they're going to go with it. Uh, If they're going to replay it, if they're going to reschedule it later down the line. There's not a lot of time to do that anymore. This week 18 is the games where everyone plays Saturday or Sunday to give them that full week break right before the playoffs. So I don't know where they're going to find time. People are saying push things back, fuck the Pro Bowl. Like maybe, but the NFL runs a tight schedule. It's hard to mess with things like that. Um... But yeah, if it's a tie, it looks like the Chiefs control their own destiny with the one seed, which is really shitty for the Bills uh, and very shitty for the Bengals because if they would have won that game too, they would have had a chance for the one seed. So yeah, um, 
who knows what's going to happen. That would have been a great game. If they do replay that game, it might end up being like the Super Bowl matchup. That might be the best game of the season. And people are going to say, oh, that was the real Super Bowl. But who knows? Uh, We might not get that moment. So we'll move on to the next game. Jumping all the way back to Thursday night football, Cowboys 27, Titans 13. Uh, This was a meaningless game for the Tennessee Titans, a Tennessee Titans team that does still have a chance to make the playoffs if they beat the Jaguars this week. Um, But yeah, the game didn't matter because that's, they just need to beat the Jags to make the playoffs and win that division. So uh, they started Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs is now starting week 18 over Willis. Um, It's tough. It's tough. Like, this was a nothing game. Like, they sat everyone. Derrick Henry sat. They don't have Tannehill. Jeffrey Simmons was out. And give Mike Vrabel a ton of credit. They played a good game against a very good Cowboys team. And Mike Vrabel is a hell of a coach. I've said this a lot. He's probably a top five coach in the league. Uh, He will keep the Titans relevant to some degree. Also, Traylon Burks absolutely went off in this game. Maybe if they had him healthy the entire season, things go a little differently for them. And maybe they don't lose that A.J. Brown element they had on offense. But who's to say? Um, Cowboys, on the other hand, it ugh, you should have killed them by way more. Like This was a Titans team that had absolutely no one playing and... I just, I don't like Mike McCarthy. I think that Mike McCarthy is a big dumb bozo. Um, It's really, it's that's why I can keep them and keep saying they're not a real team is because I don't believe in their coaching whatsoever. I don't believe that Mike McCarthy can make those decisions come playoff time that will lead the Cowboys to a Super Bowl. Um... I know there's been rumors that Sean Payton could be the Cowboys' next head coach. I think that's where he's wanted to coach. Uh, if the Cowboys lose in the wildcard weekend, I don't know why Mike McCarthy isn't fired. I think that Kellen Moore and or Dan Quinn might get head coaching jobs elsewhere. So what's the point of keeping Mike McCarthy around after that? Next game up, though, we'll go with the Bears 10, Lions 41. Uh, Yeah, the Lions offense got right back on track after a down week. Um, They have a chance to make the playoffs if the Seahawks lose and they beat the Packers. So that should be a good game. Uh, Yeah, this Lions offense is very, very good. We've been saying this for almost the entire season. They just got good players. Dan Campbell is coaching them well, uh, and this is a bad Bears team. I don't know what else we can really say at this point. It's the Justin Fields show on offense, and everyone else is just out there to watch, essentially. Um, He's going to break the rushing yards for a quarterback record, uh, which is great. Like, that's crazy, but he is literally the only person who can do anything on offense. Like, if Andy Dalton was the Bears quarterback... Was Andy Dalton the Bears quarterback? Andy Dalton was the Bears quarterback at one point, right? Am I making things up? So Andy Dalton was the Bears quarterback last season, but this is probably a worse roster than the Bears had at that point. So also, I feel like I've gone in a trend of shitting on Andy Dalton 
nothing against Andy Dalton. He was a good quarterback when he played. He was very, like, not very good, but just good. Very solid. Um, But yeah, the Bears, the big question. Uh, They're going to pick number two overall, it seems. Do they trade that away for a haul? I think they're going to get an absolute haul for that second overall pick. Tons of QB needy teams. Uh, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. Let's see who's going to be. It's going to be one of those two available at number two. So, uh, or do they draft Will Anderson or Jalen Carter? Um, I think next week we'll get into probably a playoff preview and um, probably top 10 prospects for the 2023 draft. I think that would be fun. So, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, but the Bears, yeah, it's all about this offseason building around Justin Fields. Not much more you can say. Uh, Lions battling for the playoffs. Let's see what they can do. I would love to see the Lions there. Next game up, though, we have Chiefs 27, Broncos 24. Um, This was a close game. It really came down to basically the very end. I The Broncos, after firing Nate Hackett last week... Uh, they played well. The defense played well. I mean, the defense always plays well for them. Um, they got a ground game going with uh, Chase Edmonds and Latavius Murray. Uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, you don't have a first-round pick. You lost. I mean, you still have Russell Wilson as your quarterback. But, hey, you played a close game against a Super Bowl contender, one of the Super Bowl favorites. Um the Chiefs, on the other hand, this is back-to-back weeks where they've just kind of played close games. Uh, yeah, I'd say last week against the uh, Seahawks, was it? That was a close game. They played the Texans close. Uh, yeah, like they're winning games and that's what matters. But you do want to see the Chiefs beat up on a bad team like the Broncos. Yes, the Broncos do have a very good defense, but I mean... 24 points is unacceptable. I guess some of those were because of defensive turnovers and whatever. But either way, you want to see a team like the Chiefs just steamroll a team like the Broncos. Um, And they haven't been doing it lately. So, again, um, this isn't me saying, oh, the Chiefs suck or, you know, I don't believe in the Chiefs. I definitely believe in the Chiefs. Just I want to see more because I expect more for a team that is... A Super Bowl favorite. So, yeah. Next game up, we have the Colts 10, Giants 38. Um, the Giants are in the playoffs. This was unexpected to say the least. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone... I don't think anyone had the Giants making the playoffs at the start of this year. Uh, and it's not even like their, their offense is not talented. I give, I'm going to give Daniel Jones a ton of credit for the hand he's been dealt. He's gotten better every single season. Um, I'm excited to, I don't know, for the Giants to find a wide receiver for him, whether that's through the draft or through through free agency, and see what he can do. Um, he's the Walmart Josh Allen to me. He's not going to... He's not as good as Josh Allen. He's not as good as a runner. He doesn't have as good as good of an arm, but he does all of those same things just to a lesser scale. I let, yeah, he's the Walmart Josh Allen, but uh, the real star of this Giants team, other than Brian Dable, who should be the coach of the year, but it's the defense. Uh, 
It's Dexter Lawrence, it's Leonard Williams, it's Azizo Jalari, and it's Kayvon Thibodeau, who is having a monster rookie season. And yeah, he sacked Nick Foles and then did snowflakes for... Snowflakes, Jesus. Snow Angels, uh, right next to Nick Foles' dead, injured body on the ground uh, for way too long. Like, it was funny. It's funny that, like, obviously, I don't think he knew right off the start, but he did it for way too long. Someone should have told him to get up, and then when he was on the sidelines, he uh, was caught doing, like, the sleeping, like, gesture and emote thing, so... Uh, Gavin Thibodeau, really good football player. Uh, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's funny. I mean, yeah, that's honestly, it's, it's pretty funny. Obviously, like, you can't do that shit, but like, I think that's kind of objectively funny. Um, the Colts, though, I don't even know what, uh, what to do. Like, Obviously, Jeff Saturday is a shit head coach. Uh, there's going to be a full cleaning of the house. Maybe Chris Ballard keeps his job. I don't know. He got a he got dealt a rough hand. Um, but yeah, it's all falling apart. It's all crumbling apart. Um, and yeah, it's really been since that thirty three nothing collapse. Uh, from the Vikings, I think they've been outscored by like 95 points in their last three games, or I guess two and a half games since that point. So, um, yeah, you got Sam Ellinger now at quarterback again. Um, not a lot of good to say about the Colts. They'll, they're one of those teams who they should be taking a stab at that second overall pick and seeing if they can get C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young because they need a quarterback, they need an answer. Uh, next game up, though, uh, Jags 31, Texans 3. Again, this game also didn't matter to the Jags. They could have lost this game and still would have been playing for the Titans uh, for that division next week. So, yeah, the Jags are a really good football team. Not a really good football team, but the Jags are a good football team. The Texans are not. I think it's as simple as that. Uh, they didn't even need Trevor Lawrence to play well this week. They just ran all over the Texans. Um, again, this game didn't matter. It was really just the Jags playing with their food and just, okay, let's just run all over them. Let's kind of rest a little bit. Uh, yeah, Texans going to be picking first overall. I'm not going to talk much about this game because it didn't matter. Um, but yeah, Texans are going to be picking first overall. I think it's probably going to be Bryce Young. Not that he's my number one QB, maybe, but um, I just think that's that's what my gut's telling me anyways. But uh, yeah, I'm just excited to see the Jags. Hopefully they beat the Titans next, next week and make the playoffs because Trevor Lawrence in the playoffs, that would be a lot of fun. And the last game to talk about that didn't matter on the schedule... Uh, Cardinals 19, Falcons 20. This was a David Blau start for the Cardinals. Um, the team with the better coaching won. It's as simple as that. I think both teams on paper are probably as equally talented. Uh, coaching matters. Arthur Smith is a better coach. Uh, there's honest, there's, there's nothing I can say. I think Tyler Algier, the Falcons found a good duo with him and CPAT next year, but... 
I don't know. What do you want me to say about two? I mean, the Falcons. This is what I think that they fact the fact that they had a chance to make the playoffs too, like a couple weeks ago. Like they're an okay team. This is what I expected from them. Just a lot of teams are just worse. But the Cardinals, I didn't expect them to be to be this bad. But um, Cliff Kingsbury has to be out the door. I mean, I've been saying this literally the entire season that he needs to be gone. So. Yeah, uh, these two teams don't matter. We'll talk about them a lot in the offseason, but right now, who cares? Uh, Moving right along, though, we got the next game up. Browns 24, Commanders 10. Um, I'll start with the Commanders because Carson Wentz got the start, and it didn't matter. Like, Like, the guys rallied around Taylor Heineke, and even though I think Wentz and Heineke are probably very similar level talents, I think it came down to be a financial decision from the commanders where it's, hey, we're paying Wentz all this money anyways, where they're basically paying Taylor Heineke on a game-by-game basis. So let's not pay the guy who we don't have to pay, and let's use the guy who we're paying millions of dollars to do the exact same thing. Um it's dumb. Do I think the Commanders win that game? I don't know. I think that Heineke gives them a better chance just because team morale is a thing. They want to play for Heineke. I don't think they really cared uh, for playing for Wentz. Uh, and it cost the Commanders a playoff spot. They are officially eliminated. Uh, again, yeah, they're one of these teams. They need a quarterback. I have no idea what they do. Uh, they're also a team that has a weird, I mean, a lot of weird ownership issues. I mean, that's always been the case, but, uh, yeah, a lot of teams going to have a lot of interesting off seasons. Uh, I mean, as dumb as it sounds with, I mean, I do potentially still have a season coming up, but I think I'm excited for the off season because I'm just ready for my Dolphins pain to be over, but We'll talk about that game soon. God. Uh, We'll talk about the Browns, though, for a little bit. Deshaun Watson has gotten better in every game since he's come back. Has it been the Deshaun Watson that we used to watch? No, it never will be. That guy has tarnished his legacy. Should be in everyone's minds. Fuck that guy. Uh, But he does play in the NFL because the NFL is corrupt as hell. Oh, that's one thing I didn't talk about in the Hamlin uh, thing on Monday night. Uh, The NFL wanted to start that game back up. Like, a guy literally almost died on the field. I mean, he could have died on his way to the hospital. He could have died on the field there right now, or that night. And the NFL still wanted to play that game. Joe Buck was saying, oh, like, they're going to start warming up soon. And I just think it's a bad look on the NFL. I mean, the NFL is always a bad look like uh whatever that's a whole other issue but the, the again the browns was never their season um but this showed what the offense could look like at probably a higher level for next year so again it's all about 2023 for the browns uh ringing the new year oh i guess i haven't said happy new year but yeah happy new year halfway through the episode look at me go oh god i don't want to talk about this game next Okay, um, next game up, Dolphins 21, Patriots 23. Uh, yeah, that that absolutely sucks. 
that sucks so much. Uh, both teams were very hurt going into the game. Uh, Miami missing Teron Armstead, Tua obviously, Bradley Chubb, Xavier Howard on top of all the other injuries that weren't even just kind of like this game, like new new injuries type thing. I know the Patriots were banged up too. I'm not going to, I don't know off the top of my head who was hurt. I know that, I don't know, they have everyone named Jones on their team in the backfield. So I think three of them were probably hurt. But um, yeah, let's just talk about the Dolphins for a little bit. It sucks. We paid Teddy Bridgewater to come in, be our backup. If Tua were, were, to, were to get hurt, and he did, uh, he were to come in and win games uh 0-5 without two of the season that is extremely tough I mean 0-5 if you count that Bengals game and I obviously do count that Bengals game but um yeah so Teddy goes out with an injury himself so that's fun and again Skylar Thompson he's a seventh round rookie quarterback like you can't expect him to do anything but we lost this game by two points uh that's another thing too. Jason fucking Sanders. We signed him to an extension, like a five-year extension, I think like two seasons ago. We're cutting his ass this offseason. I think in every loss Miami's had this offseason, he's missed a field goal where a lot of, a lot of Miami's games have been close this season um, where, yeah, missed kicks and extra points make the difference. Uh, love having the shittiest kicker in football, but... Yeah, it's just a game we couldn't overcome the injuries again. Uh, it's just tough. That game, there's no one really to blame. We were just not a good team. We had a, we probably had the worst offensive line in the NFL. That's something that I have not talked about a lot this season is, yeah, we got Teron Armstead. Yeah, we got Connor Williams. Yeah, Robert Hunt is like pretty good. But like our offensive line has still been bottom five this year. Like, we patched it, but there are still... We don't have a right tackle at all just on the roster. We don't have an NFL right tackle on our team, and we don't have an NFL left guard on our team. Uh, So, yeah, that's just... There's a lot of things wrong with the Dolphins. Um, Do I believe in this team moving forward still? Yes, I think we're going to have to run it back. I just don't see any major blow-up scenarios other than one. I'm not even going to mention it, but... Um, yeah, that's a lot of time talking about the Dolphins. We still have a chance to make the playoffs next year, but now we don't, or next year, obviously next year, but this year, except we don't control our own destiny now, that goes to the Patriots, who, uh, I'm happy Chu's not on this episode just because he, he's going to tell me, oh, you're so wrong about the Patriots. You've been wrong all season. No, I've been exactly right about the Patriots all season. This is not a good team. They have a good defense. They've always had a good defense. They will always have a good defense if when Bill Belichick is there. It's just this offense is so bad. It's not fun to watch. They got nothing going for it. Like, yeah, you put up 22. What was the? 24? 23. My God. They put up 23 on a very, very bad Dolphins defense that, I mean, outside of our three defensive linemen and Holland... Those are the only NFL players I would put, starting NFL players I would put on any other NFL team. Everyone else is replaceable at best right now from who played in that game. Um, again, do the I think the Patriots 
Do they have a horseshoe up their ass? Probably. Did Bill Belichick make a deal with the devil also to... Actually, no, I'm not going to say that. He's just a really good defensive coach. Like, he coaches the hell out of that defense. I give them a ton of credit. They're a very good defense, but the offense is just so bad. And the fact that they have a chance at the playoffs, and even if they lose to the Bills, and the Bills are going to kick the absolute shit out of them next week, uh... It'll be tough, and the Dolphins, we play the Jets, and if we beat the Jets in the pass lose, we make it, but I don't have a lot of faith in Skylar Thompson at all. Um, I don't know. Should be should be fun, but it's, it's just tough. It's every year for the Dolphins where we're so close, and we I think I have something in our grasp, and then it just goes away at that last moment, but... Uh, yeah, whatever. And this offseason, that's, yeah, that's, that's a whole other thing about what's going to happen this offseason. But for now, the Patriots control their own destiny. Um, fuck the Patriots. Eh, God damn, they're so boring. Uh, next game up, though, we have another game with playoff implications. Jets 6, Seahawks 23. Um, yeah, the Jets are now officially eliminated for the playoffs. Uh, only consolation for the Jets. You now know that Mike White is not that guy. I think anyone with actual real eyes and football IQ could have told you that already. But now the Jets know for sure and they don't have to go into an offseason where, oh, maybe Mike White's the starter moving forward. Uh, yeah, it just sucks that Joe Douglas completely fumbled the bag in drafting Zach Wilson. If they would have drafted Justin Fields, that team would be a playoff team right now. They would be a very good team right now. Uh, If they drafted Trey Lance, maybe, I mean, who knows with injuries and stuff, but I think that Trey Lance would have taken this team to the playoffs also. If Mac Jones was the quarterback of this team, they also would have been in the playoffs. Um, They just picked the wrong quarterback, like literally the worst choice for the quarterback it sucks. We'll see what they can finagle in the offseason. Yes, I use the word finagle. Uh, maybe they get Jimmy G, but uh, for the Jets, it's we'll see you in 2023. The Seahawks, though, the Seahawks still have a chance to make the playoffs. Uh, if they beat... Well, I don't even know. They're playing this week. I don't think they have a chance, though. I think it's going to be the... They play the Rams... They have a good chance to win that, but uh, which would mean if the Seahawks win that, then the Lions have no chance, and it's just the Packers, so they would need the Packers to lose. Um, yeah, I just I, I think the Seahawks team has leveled out to what they truly are, which is just meh. Like uh, Geno Smith has also leveled off completely to show he's he's a solid quarterback. He's not the guy he's not a guy who can win you a Super Bowl but he's solid enough Kenneth Walker still looks good I get like it's just this is a building Seahawks team they'll have that Broncos pick we'll see what they do with it maybe they move up their picks and they get CJ Stroud or uh or Bryce Young we'll see uh that would be a move that I would like a lot from the Seahawks. I think they are very close roster-wise right now. Uh, one tough thing for them, Jordan Brooks tore his ACL, which that probably puts him out for most of next season too, which is too bad. Uh, yep, Seahawks fighting for the playoff lives next week. The Jets, see you next year. 
And moving on to a game that no one saw this being the final score, but 49ers 37, Raiders 34. Uh, This game went to overtime. Uh, Let's talk about the Raiders first, because this was really the unexpected story. They benched Derek Carr because they can't afford for him to get hurt, so they can't cut him in the offseason. So he's just a healthy scratch now, apparently, so they can cut him in the offseason. Um... Jared Stidham had a hell of a game. He's obviously very familiar with the Josh McDaniels offense. Um, And yeah, he played better than Derek Carr has, at least in the last couple months. Uh, Maybe he gets a shot to be the starting quarterback there next year. I have no idea, but... Yeah, this Raiders team, it like the offense looked good. It was was a good story, but the better team won... uh, 49ers, this is the worst their defense has played in months. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a tune-up, like, it's a refocus, get-right game for the 49ers going into the playoffs. It's huge that they won this game, especially such high-scoring games, because this just shows that obviously the Raiders don't have a great defense, but Brock Purdy is able to win in high-scoring games against... Again, not very good teams, but he's able to do it, and it now shows that, I mean, the 49ers offense is just, like, unbelievable right now. CMC has just unlocked a new level to this Shanahan system. It's, honestly, it's unbelievable, and they still don't have Debo Samuel, and they put up 37 points. Like, everything is just going for them, and again, the defense didn't play great, and the defense is their strong point, so I'm a that's gonna get right I have full faith in Nick Bosa to I mean he still had a great game against the Raiders too but um yeah this is a Niners team I'm excited to see in the playoffs I think the NFC is absolutely wide open I I don't want to maybe say it they might be my NFC favorites right now so yeah uh the Niners are fun Raiders We'll see you next year. We'll see what you do at quarterback. We'll see what happens. You're good. Also, another team with a fun offseason. That's why I'm excited for the offseason. Moving along, though, uh, we'll go to Rams 10, Chargers 31. Uh, Chargers did exactly what they should do against a bottom 10 team in the league, considering the Chargers are a top 10 team in the league right now, which... I don't know what that says about the Chargers or what that says about the rest of the league, but uh, yeah, the Chargers are, again, I talked about the Chiefs kind of limping into the playoffs, not limping in, but just kind of like, and the Eagles limping into the playoffs, and you get this Chargers team that is absolutely hot. Um, They're hot against a bunch of very bad teams right now, like, again, I've said this, the Chargers' best win of the season is still against the Dolphins. I don't think that we're anyone can say that we're a good team anymore, so way to go, Chargers. Um, yeah, it was a good game, though. Justin Herbert had a great game. Austin Eckler, I mean, averaged 10 yards a carry. That run game was absolutely going. Mike Williams is an unreal... I mean, God, he's just an unreal wide receiver, like the catches that he like makes I'm, I mean I know I'm not saying a lot but it's just like he is he's just that impressive like him and him and Justin Herbert are going to be a really good duo going forward 
Uh, Keenan Allen is getting a little older, older. He'll be there, but they should try to upgrade and find that like that new target for Herbert sooner rather than later. Uh, but yeah, this is. I mean, the Chargers are looking good heading into the playoffs. Uh, getting Joey Bosa back too. Maybe Rashawn Slater. Don't look. Don't look now. The Chargers could get hot, but. Again, I have no faith in any Chargers organization. Um, Rams, on the other hand, uh, yeah, the Rams just aren't a good team. Like, they've shown some stuff in the last couple weeks where it's like, yeah, we've got spunk and hoop, chutzpah, or whatever. I'm using a bunch of weird words this episode. But, um, yeah, like Cam Akers is just all of a sudden he's gone from terrible at the start of the season to trade me to riding the bench to all of a sudden like, oh, holy shit, he's really good. So uh, big shout out to Cam Akers because they could have used that at the start of the season anyways. But uh, yeah, the Rams are just kind of in a no man's territory when it comes to the offseason. I think they're going to have to just run it back with everything. I don't think they can make too many moves cap wise. Uh, Yeah, but let's see what the Chargers can do in the playoffs anyways. Uh, moving along to the next game, uh, Vikings 17, Packers 41. <laughs> the Packers just absolutely kicked the shit out of the Vikings. Like, like not even close. And, like, if you were to go into the game, like, the Vikings 12-4, and four, like, if you were to just show a person who has no idea about the NFL, like, the two teams' records, and then said the score was 41-17, to 17, they would have said, oh, well, the Vikings beat the Packers. Uh, nope, the 500 Packers, the now 500 Packers, uh, beat the absolute piss out of the now 12-4 and Vikings. Like, nothing, nothing went right the Vikings way. I mean, the Vikings are just the worst 12-4 and team in NFL history. That's not even, like, my opinion. That's just an objective fact. They have, like, negative 19-point differential. They're the only team in the negatives in NFL history that has a 12-4 and record. And the only team... I think they're, like, the next closest team is, like, a 40-point gap. So, like, that just shows you how shit the Vikings have been. They've played a bunch of close games. They're winning those games. That's great. But when they play any respectable team... It's game over. It's not even close. Um, And the big reason for why they got absolutely killed was Justin Jefferson, one catch, 15 yards. I don't remember the last game where he had a stat line like that. Probably would have been his rookie season when he didn't even really play the start of the year. But uh, Jair Alexander absolutely clamped him the entire game, did the gritty on him. Uh, Yeah, the Packers just absolutely got the better of them. The Packers are now playing for a playoff spot next week. I'm hoping the Packers make the playoffs. I think they will. Sorry for the Lions. It has to be one of those teams from the NFC. I do not want to see the Seahawks in, though. Um, Should be fun, though. I like this Packers team moving forward. They just need to, I mean, last week they didn't run the ball whatsoever. Didn't really matter. This week, Aaron Jones, 14 carries 111 yards like do that more Aaron Jones is really fucking good and it seems like he has like an off week for like two weeks and then you go back to him so yeah let's let's see what the Packers can do 
I mean, next week is huge. I think that ended up being Sunday night football, so that'll be a lot of fun, Packers-Lions. And last game of the recap, uh, Steelers 16, Ravens 13. Um, The Steelers and Mike Tomlin somehow have a chance to make the playoffs after I made a video that I posted on TikTok. You should all be following me on TikTok, cover underscore zero podcast. But I made a video saying the Steelers haven't picked top 10 in... Oh, God, what, when was it? It was, they picked 10th in, like, 2018. And then I went, no, that's not good enough. So I went further back. And then it was, like, 2001 or 2000 or something like that. I'm like, but what if they picked top five? Because that's what, where they were then. And it was, like, Terry Bradshaw back in, like, the 70s. So, but, yeah, here's Mike Tomlin. Never had a losing record in his career and has an outside chance to make the playoffs. And I honestly like their chances a lot. Uh, the, how they make the playoffs, you ask. Dolphins lost to the Jets with Skylar Thompson at quarterback. Plausible. It could happen. Uh, the other way, yeah, so Dolphins lost to the Jets and a Patriots lost to the Bills, which that is absolutely happening. So I think it's going to be the Dolphins or Steelers in for that last slot. I just don't want it to be Patriots for obvious reasons. But again, I would just... The Steelers are just better. They're, I don't know. There's got more players on offense that are fun to watch. Kenny Pickett, I mean, I don't know if I'm sold on him as a quarterback prospect still, but like he's more enjoyable to watch than Mac Jones. Mac Jones doesn't do a whole lot. Like Kenny Pickett is at least trying to game out there. I just don't like Mac Jones. I just don't think he's a, I think he's a rat. I think he's the like a Brad Marchand equivalent like player not saying he's as good as brad marchand but i'm just saying he's a rat like brad marchand uh how'd this get into a patriots rant but uh yeah the steelers though and again i said it last week since tj watt's been back that defense has been great tj watt is i mean a top five defensive player in the league that's not a debate uh the ravens yeah that defense has been playing really 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 well but they don't have lamar and that's why they keep losing games uh, lucky for them, their record is better than it was last season because last year they were yep, the number one. I think they were the number one seed in the AFC and then Lamar got hurt and then they missed the playoffs. At least now they're still going to make the playoffs. They're not going to get that uh, that division anymore, but hey, they'll still make playoffs as long as Lamar comes back. That's what matters because they need Lamar to come back. J.K. Dobbins still looked good, but they need... Uh, Lamar is literally their entire offense. So without him back, I don't know what the hell they're going to do, but uh, the Ravens are in the playoffs. So that's all that really matters at this point. Well, that'll do it for another episode of the Cover Zero podcast. Um, Yeah, so next week, I mean, the playoffs are going to be set. I'm excited. I mean... I'm excited, but it also means football season's coming to a close. Uh, we only got... God, I think we only have like five more weeks of football left, if I'm counting that right. Maybe six. I don't know. I'm not good at math. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just don't want the Patriots to make the playoffs. I know I've said this now like multiple times throughout the episodes, but no one wants to see that. We want new blood in there. We know the Patriots are just going to lose to whatever team they play, at least... At least let the other teams have a chance. Like, come on. But, uh, 
yeah if you've liked this though please like share retweet subscribe all that fun stuff and until next time peace